In a pre-Me Too world, where club owners are sleazy and cabbies can't drive, Jake Ferris will teach Nick the cab driver about country singing and love. Oh, thank you, God. I'll be nice for a year. Taxi! All right. Hey, how you doing? Get in. Ah! My car's right over there. I don't need a ride. Thanks anyway. Why don't you get in? No, no. Matter of fact, I'm just down here doing this uh, survey on, on little country roads, and I was wondering, what do you think of this, this road, this, this street highway? I said get in. Hey, look, pal. I told you before, I'm doing a job here, so just get this thing moving before I call a cop. You know, uh, you're causing a traffic jam here. There are a lot of bad movies out there. Listen as we try to find the ones that are so bad, they're actually good. Is it just bad? Or is it exceptionally bad? Bad movies with your friends. Bad movies with your friends. Oh, yeah. All right, welcome back to Exceptionally Bad. I'm Bracken. I'm Nate. I'm Ben. I'm Brant. And I'm Danny. Hey, Danny. (laughs) (laughs) This is season four of Exceptionally Bad, uh, the four seasons. uh, The season of four seasons. Thank you. The season of four seasons. (laughs) I love that. Seasoning City. (laughs) We're in the first season of uh, those four seasons. We're in the... Season of rom-coms. Yes. yes. Um, before we get started on our movie tonight, uh, what uh, what is your feelings on country music? Not a fan. This is not Me a country either. music uh, podcast, by the way, in case no. you're uh, listening for the first time. But this and is just kind of our intro. We, we should, before we give our opinions, we should state everyone is entitled to their opinion and... Even we if hope, it's wrong. Even, <laughs> 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 and we still appreciate you, listener, if you are a fan of country music. Yeah. yeah. So country music's kind of a wide thing, right? Like, I like Johnny Cash. Oh, do you consider yeah. that country? I, I, do you consider that country? I would I would say so, yeah. Uh, hmm. I also... I would consider Elvis Presley got some country in him, mm-hmm. right? I mean... He's got the blues, he's the king of rock and roll, like but jazz, he's, I don't know. There's a lot of influences there, right? And I would say, I mean, I, I'm I'm not ashamed to admit I like Taylor Swift, and I liked I liked her in her country days, I liked her and I liked since, her in her pop since days. her crossover. I didn't yeah. like her in the country. Does yeah. she Does she make the wallet? No. <laughs> <laughs> does she make the mixtape? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good point. Country is a variety. Like, there's a range in there. And there are some artists that I like. Well, so we went on a road trip recently, like just a couple hours away and back. And but it, we went to where like the FM stations were totally different. Oh yeah, living in California, right. there's yeah. Yeah. there's a billion stations, and there was just a country station. And I remember this is a song called "Country On" that was playing. <laughs> you know, kind of like "Soldier On" or right. like "Push yeah, On." Yeah, yeah. And it's like blah, blah, blah. "Country On." I'm like, this is the stupidest song I think I've ever heard. <laughs> Sorry if any listeners love that song, but I. I'm like that country. I don't love. Yeah. It, is that the country version of like "We Will Rock You" from Queen? Like, <laughs> I, I think it, I think it was trying to be, but it, maybe it's like oh, "Lose Your yeah. Truck, 
country on. Oh, my goodness. I'm just really ignorant when it comes to country music. I haven't really listened to a lot. It's just never been my thing. I'm a California boy. Yeah. Not that there aren't people in California that don't like country music. I know it was very became very popular in the 80s mm-hmm. uh, when I had my first job. And I remember uh, Billy Ray Cyrus coming on the scene. And yep. it was became very mainstream yeah. uh, country when it hadn't been. Every once in a while to it that steps point. over. Yeah. yeah, and there was a lot of crossover appeal to, to pop yeah. culture at that point. So, I, I I don't know country very well. I could not name a bunch of artists. I they're clearly talented. I think the thing that I always struggle with is like the artificial twang. Yeah, you know, like it feels yeah. forced. It's and I don't know if it's not like maybe that's it's, just like it's it's real. It's it just, not artificial. It feels <laughs> okay. Forced. I'm I'm from Kentucky. I grew up in Kentucky. Um. And a lot of my friends love country music. Um, I have n- I have never liked country music. Um, luckily, there was a lot of other options growing up, so I didn't have to listen to country music for my own pleasure. Um, when I lived in Idaho for a little bo- while, everyone listened to country music, and I was like, is there anything else? Rock, mm. R&B, anything, hip-hop. There wasn't. There's only country music. Only so. country. <laughs> but I, I wanted to share with you guys a, a story of how I know that God hates country music. <laughs> Please really? tell, me. tell yes. us. How, 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 why does or how does God hate country music? Okay, Go so uh, when I was a teenager, my family was driving out, uh, driving out west from Kentucky for a family vacation. And we were taking my friend, or we had a family friend who had moved out west and they left their pickup truck behind and they asked us to drive the pickup truck out for them. That sounds like a country song, yeah. actually. Right, yeah, totally. <laughs> yes. Well, my brother and I were both uh, driving age. And so he, uh, we were taking shifts driving this truck. And in the, in the bed of the truck, we just had like a car top carrier with all of our luggage and everything. In that car top carrier was my backpack, one entire backpack that was filled with CDs. It was every CD I owned and every CD that my brother owned. And my brother was a country music fan. So it was like 50%. Did you guys know I was a fan of Mariah Carey? So <laughs> what? 50%. We'll circle back to that. 50% Mariah Carey, boys to men, uh, stuff like that. Okay. Oh, and then uh, 50% well, country sometimes music. Sometimes multiple albums of the same album. <laughs> That's, there, there is probably the tape version and the CD version of the same album. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. We had to get a couple of different albums because some of them, like, there's a cart, there's a cutout where, <laughs> the, where the, the discard so used to be. I, I yeah. feel like this story is going to so, say that God loves Mariah Carey music. Well, it wasn't just Mariah Carey. There, was oh, okay. other, there were other artists. And right. Boys but, to Men. Yes. And Boys to Men and Jodeci and Bobby Brown and all this kind of stuff anyway uh so (laughs) there was uh the truck a tire blew out in the front tire blew out going at 85 miles an hour down the freeway this truck that my brother was driving at the time with my sister in it flipped and tumbled it was a terrible horrible traumatic event however everybody was safe so that's why i don't mind sharing the the story the truck was not safe but everybody survived with seriously the most minor injuries scratches and broken glass and stuff no big deal but as the truck flipped it slingshotted that car top carrier (laughs) 50 feet down the road 100 feet down the road it was very far away and it 
bounced on the ground and popped open everything. And there goes my backpack bouncing across the median. Luckily, it all happened in the median. Bouncing across the median. Once we knew everybody was okay, I go and we're picking up all of the stuff. And I pick up my backpack and I can just hear shattered CDs and CD cases and everything in there. We open that up. And I start dumping it out. I'm just like, this is because music meant so much to me at that time in my life. Mariah. It's like, no, it's all, you know, I bought all this with my own money and stuff. And I'm dumping it all out. Oh, good. Mariah Carey's fine. She survived. <laughs> oh, look, boys to men survived. It's okay. Yeah. George Strait. Oh, he's shattered. <laughs> George Strait. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we went through and literally 100% of the country music was destroyed. <laughs> Literally 100% of my music that was not country music survived. So, from that day on, I believe... You know the country music industry has different uh, type of music cases than regular music, right? (laughs) The discs were shattered. It wasn't just cases. Anyway, I decided on that day that that was proof to me that God did not like country music. That's great. Wow. That country on song is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> did, did your brother survive? I bet he was he was crushed. Um, yeah, no, he, but his CDs were. Yeah. <laughs> right. He, <laughs> wished he, had, no. he wished he hadn't survived. That's Here, right. Here's what really happened. <laughs> All of the CDs were fine. <laughs> Ben ran up to it really quick, stomped all the country music. He's like, "Oh, drag! God, we'll hates never country. know." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, like, Wait a minute! Every single one of yours oh, are fine. Yeah. That is crazy. It's, yeah. Anyway, wow. that's and it just mirrors how I feel about country music. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey." God's on my side. <laughs> well, I would not be able to tell the difference between George Strait or, I don't know, you name... Or George Michael? Any... Well, no, I mean, I know mainstream rock and pop and all that stuff. You know, that, that makes me... Yeah. Now I feel embarrassed that I wouldn't, you know, put me in a little cor- strange corner there, Nate, but... A little strange corner. Uh, I, I would not be able to know, to tell the difference between... Yeah. Uh, those artists, but mm-hmm. there is one artist in country music that I would know. Oh yeah, who's that? Well, I, I thought that would be a good segue into mm-hmm. the movie that we're going to talk about tonight. Okay. So, is it Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> it's well, uh, it's Eminem. Is he is is Sylvester Stallone a, a country music Sylvester star? Stallone. He's he's kind of a spaghetti western kind of guy. So, a, a lot of people. <laughs> country and spaghetti western. A lot of people may not know, but. There's a movie called Rhinestone from 1984. Oh. This is an older movie. Yeah. Uh, I This was my pick. I, I will take the credit for this. Uh, oh I had never goodness. seen this movie before. Yeah. But I had seen the movie poster for it many a time <laughs> over the years. So I'll just describe the movie poster. Yeah. It's got Sylvester Stallone. Uh, he's got his his arm in arm wrestling mode, yeah. opposite Dolly Parton, okay. who is uh, holding his hand, <laughs> yeah. and they are uh, the headliners in this movie. This is a rom com. Uh, <laughs> Dolly Parton. I mean, I don't know if we want to get going there yet or not, but uh... I had never seen this book movie before, and we decided that we were, you know, I, this was my pick. I really wanted. To, I thought, hey, this will be great. We got together to do our recording, and we discovered that we couldn't even stream this movie on any platform 
available. We couldn't pay for it yeah. to stream anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. We yeah, couldn't even buy it. it. We couldn't even rent it uh, to stream. Yeah. So uh, we had to do a different movie, and, uh, you know, I had to get a copy on eBay, uh, DVD, uh, actual physical copy yeah. of this movie. And, uh, man, I'm so glad it showed up. Yeah. Because <laughs> now I can say that I've seen Rhinestone. That's this season's Freaked. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. It's, it's so the hard, hard one. Yeah. So this this movie that we're talking about tonight will be hard for you to find. Maybe it'll become available on streaming next month, yeah. and 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 I'll be like, okay, it's gonna great. blow up. Or, after or maybe it's gonna totally live. blow up. Maybe yeah. it's on TNT every other week, and we don't know it. Yeah, if that, you can find it, you need to watch it. Yeah, seriously. it's on the country music channel. Right. All oh, the there time. it is. Yeah, country yeah. music <laughs> classic television. Yeah. So no. the other title is Ben hates me. <laughs> ben and God hate me. Dolly Parton, you know, she's a country western uh, music singer star. Uh, makes her feature film debut in a movie called Nine to Five in uh-huh. 1980. Becomes a great big hit. Yeah. Uh, it was a comedy. Uh, everything a lot of people know of the movie Nine to Five is one of my favorites. Um, makes another movie, a little whorehouse in Texas, um, with Burt Reynolds. Yeah. A couple of years later, I have not seen that, but this then she makes this movie in 1984. This is her her third movie. Um, what did you guys think of Dolly Parton? She is a national treasure. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think I've ever seen anything she's ever done in all time that I don't like. Yeah. And I don't, I wouldn't listen to her music. Yeah, but she is just charming oh, as hell. Listen, mm-hmm. I I feel the same way about her music. Like I wouldn't listen to it. But in this movie, every time she sang, it was literally like a breath of fresh it's air. A good time. It was yeah, just yeah. like yeah. suddenly it was like ah, this is nice. Yeah, you know. She was. Remember when we watched Xanadu and we're like, you can't say anything bad about Gene Kelly, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this is the same thing. Yeah, you can't like. She's great in every scene. She's, she's so she sings, charming. She sings mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Uh, she, because you know, sometimes you, you get a, a singer or something who's also not an actor, right. can't act. But she was great. Yeah. She's not Meryl Streep, but she's not trying to be. No, nope. right? she's I also mean, not she's Mariah just... Carey and Glitter. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, her her personality is she's just, just so... Dolly. She. <laughs> yeah. She is. Yeah. For sure. So. Uh, I, I think she's great. I mean, you're she's right. Fantastic. I, I'm not a big country music singer uh, fan, but she when she starts singing, you're just like, yeah, I, this is great. Uh, fun time. Yeah. Even just talking, like, she was just, I was like, my heart is just yep. so happy watching her just do anything. <laughs> so what, let's, you know, so when there's a movie like Rhinestone, let me just talk about why we're, we are using this movie. This This has a... 20% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, a 35% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 3.9 uh, score on IMDb out of oh, 10. Yeah. So those are really low scores. But I, I just want to talk a little bit about um, you know, what an, an actor has to deal with and is, is often the writing, uh, the dialogue in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the premise of this movie is kind of the uh, same story as uh, My Fair Lady, where um, the guy I mean, makes over the girl mm-hmm. to become teaches her to speak eloquently to become a lady, yeah. I guess. Well, in this, Lies it do will yes. <laughs> the genders are, are flipped, and um, Dolly Parton is the country western star and mm-hmm. or, or artist. Yep. And I guess she's not really a star, but she's she's got a career. Mm-hmm. Um, she's 
teach and she needs she takes up a bet to turn someone off the street some average blow average joe off the street uh into a country western singer to to top the this guy that her manager picked uh and he was just bombed so bad she's like i could i could get someone off the street uh, give me two weeks and i could get him to be better received than your guy yeah and he's like i'll take you up on that bet and um she wants to get out of her contract and she's been stuck with him. And so she uh, takes up this bet and she he throws in, uh, you have to sleep with me mm-hmm. uh, if you lose. Yeah. And you have to extend your contract another five years if you lose. And she's like, wait a second. But then she's like, okay, I'll, I'll take you up on the bet. She'll, you know, she's pretty she wants confident. Out pretty bad she's, she's, she's so confident. desperate and she's so confident that she could get anybody to sing better because this guy that she picked really was horrible. It was just jokingly, it was pretty, we'll talk about that a little bit more, but um, just so bad. So um, that's kind of the premise of the movie. And yeah. of course she, she picks, they decide that Sylvester Stallone will be that person that she makes over into a country Western music singer. Yeah. And um, when they find him, he's a, Taxi driver. He's a terrible, terrible taxi, taxi driver. He's employed as a taxi driver. I would not consider yeah, yeah, him a taxi true. driver. <laughs> he drives about as well as Jimmy Fallon does. Yes, yeah, seriously. <laughs> so I wanted to talk a little bit about the dialogue. There's, you would expect in a in a movie that's got that poor ratings. I was expecting it just to be really poorly written. Yeah, and there to be just stupid lines. What what did, what were your impressions of oh, the dialogue? I thought that there was a lot of clever writing, like as far as so many. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was just some really funny dialogue. Lots of good one liners, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And there's some really good stingers that still Sylvester Stallone throws at the uh, at the heckler, kind of the heckler guy, yeah, in, in the middle of the yeah, yeah. Barnett, the Barnett. Uh, former love interest, yeah. I guess, of Dolly Parton. Uh, he. Just some really like wow, that, yeah. that was so hilarious. Uh, really funny, funny stuff. I was really surprised at, at some of the quick the quick dialogue and, and yeah. one liners. To be quite honest, well, as, as we were watching it, we were like, "This isn't bad. This is this yeah. is." I mean, we were laughing a lot. Yeah, yeah. and we it was and we were laughing when we were supposed to. Yeah. We were laughing sometimes at it, mm-hmm. but it, we were just like this. I'm like, why is this yes. rated so low? This this was the thing that I I feel like the writing was the weak part, but it wasn't the dialogue part of the writing. It was it was kind of tying everything together. Like there was really no flow that went into their whole love developing or right, anything, right? right? And it kind of just went from scene to scene. Yeah, really, kind of. There was no pacing. <laughs> it was just, uh, mm-hmm. it was strange. And it was a story, luckily, that we all kind of know from other movies, like My Fair Lady. And it was like, oh, we can follow along. We know what's happening. Mm-hmm. But it was not believable. Any of that wasn't. The dialogue was great, though. So well, one thing refreshing about it, sorry, no, it's okay. is that, you know, in the two weeks that she has to teach him, mm-hmm. there are no montages of That's her teaching true. him. Like every, that's true. Every scene mm-hmm. is is them actually him actually learning something from yeah. her. There's no like, you know, panning around while she's teaching to play the car, anything that's like right. that. that. That was kind of refreshing that it wasn't, especially because you know he's coming off of Rocky three yep. and Rocky the Rocky movies have those big training montages. Yep. So it was. There wasn't also along with that there wasn't really any music video moment mm-hmm. right, right. Mm-hmm. where it yeah. was just 
Dolly singing a song and there's stuff going on. I guess it's like a montage, right? Yeah. None of that in it either. Not, not that that would have been bad. No, but, but it yeah. was just like, yeah. you kind of expect it in that. But. And, right. and there was an actual progression. Like, you see him learning. Because, like, at yes. the beginning, he is horrible, right? And, and I, at the end, he... <laughs> He's still horrible. He's still horrible. <laughs> He's less so. But That's like, true. He's you can see so. him like learning. Like yeah. there was a lot of screeching and yelling when it started. Oh, right? yes, right. Yeah! You know, whatever. <laughs> like just going insane, right? And like just completely spastic. Like That's he's having right. a seizure up on you know in front of the mic. But he progressively gets better and better. That's true. So this movie starts off in New York, mm-hmm. and once she decides, okay, I'm going to train you for two weeks how to be a country western star she says no i'm taking you out of new york we're going to was it tennessee yeah yeah i'm taking you to tennessee where i'm from and that's where we're going to teach you i i if i had two weeks i wouldn't want to the travel time and all, all that. Right. i would yeah. have to deal with that but they don't really have a lot of we don't ever really see them traveling back and forth so that we don't have to deal with that but well, we see them when they get there on the bus yeah there, but there is that trope of we're gonna go to the little town mm-hmm. yeah. and get away as, from life. Yes, get yeah. away from a life that we see so often in, in romantic comedies. Yeah, Nate which... said it was the original Hallmark. Yeah, yeah the original yeah. Hallmark. Let, let's Hallmark. go to country music, Tennessee. Is that a pla- yeah? <laughs> that's was, the name of that, my town. That's country where the music. country music is made at the country music factory. Well, got it right <laughs> from the country music stream. <laughs> thinking of other romantic comedies like sweet home alabama and hope floats where you know you've got the uh the female lead who is leaving the big city and going back to her roots and and trying to get back to reality yeah um to reset things so anyway and you know barnett couldn't he couldn't leave his job to celebrate country music christmas and so the guy on the street is now the and that's why she left him to go and yeah so we've talked a lot about Dolly, how much we love her. Yeah. Um, what were some things about this movie that maybe you didn't like or were its failings? I, so the, a lot of the movies that we watch are a product of their time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> There's no way this movie would get made with this script today. Yeah. Right? In what way? Just well, like... Adding the proviso that you would sleep with someone... It's part of a contract. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of some of the misogyny that's yeah. In it was... It's yeah. It's there's a lot of it, right? Like they're like just let's over, put on some ogling some, her, right? And, and yeah. then let's also go for the extra credit bonus five points and yeah, just right. add a little more. It like it made me uncomfortable a little, right? And <laughs> like so, Sylvester Stallone's dad. Oh yeah, he couldn't take let, his let's, eyes some off of that, her. Yeah, let's some talk of about that was kind of funny yeah. though. Like smelling her. Oh yeah, smelling <laughs> her hair while she's talking. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Was the dinner the dinner scene with him eating? Oh yeah. And stuff like that. It, it was just there was something... just eating and staring. Yeah. I mean, it was hilarious. It was a running joke. Yes. Yeah. Everybody knew Dolly Parton for one thing. Well, for two things. Right. Um, <laughs> three things if you what, include what, singing. What two things are you talking about? Um, her pers- but, her personality. I mean... <laughs> okay. No, but I mean, it was a running joke yeah. in the eighties, right? Like. She obviously has a very I mean, she specific that figure. Also, she She's owns very, it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not a secret. It's not yeah. something you can hide, yeah. right? Um, and it's not hidden in this movie. No, no, not, no, no. Yeah, not not to say that she's dressing hyper provocatively. It's just 
it's hard to hide those. Right. Yeah. Right. Correct. Yeah. Yes. And th- they lean into it. She's yeah. good natured about it, but still, it was just like so many jokes and just so many things. And I was like, okay, that's well, funny. and she and it kind of played into that that there were all these scummy guys that oh, were always yeah, just, always coming on to her and yeah. trying to uh, take advantage of her. That's right. And and kind of she could handle you know, herself every time. She and yeah. she yeah, and it wasn't she like she was a weak, uh, you know, no. diminutive person. Which I mean, was, Stallone which didn't was get nice. to punch anyone yeah. until she punched out at least two guys. Yeah. Did she punch out three? I think she punched more people than Stallone. Oh, did definitely. Oh, absolutely. Did. Yeah. 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 Well, he had that quick jab that finally knocked that guy right out. Yeah. at like, the very, very, very end. Right. But, uh, well, I mean, even when Stallone met her, like they're at the table discussing the terms of this bet, but he only has eyes for her, and right. he asks yeah. her out, and she says no, and then he gets upset and leaves. Yeah. Yeah. So let's circle back to what were some of the failings of this movie? Because I'm, I'm trying to get to yeah, what yeah. Uh, we need to talk so, about. So <laughs> for me, it was yeah. – uh, so Stallone himself I thought was, was fine throughout the movie, but uh-huh. his singing, man, is so bad. Okay. Uh, it was hard for me. Even when he was supposed to be succeeding, it was it was not pleasant. See, that That's where it, it lost me. Yeah. It was not, and it wasn't not pleasant in the way that I don't like country music and I didn't enjoy it. It's like, I mean, even though I don't like country music, I recognize that it's good music. You know, there's a melody there and right. a nice voice and good, stuff. Good and, tones. And yeah. Stallone was not that. So you, you guys you, have seen Moana, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know how The Rock kind of barely makes it through his song? Yeah, right. Mm. That was like Stallone. No, 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 Stallone no, was no, ten no. times worse. No, no. So The Rock does a great job yeah. singing so has uh, any of you have any of you seen mama mia yes okay who can't sing in that movie uh come on james michael caine it's not hard what Make- james bond james bond oh yes okay. <laughs> i haven't seen it uh, uh brant bronson pierce brosnan is horrible in that movie yeah, mama right. mia. And, I'm a, and sorry pierce if you're listening to our podcast i know you, you probably won't ever but uh <laughs> you'll be on I, I I love you, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. But and if you want you to defend sing. yourself, we invite you to come join us yeah, on our podcast. Yeah, but We're you happy notoriously to can't sing. To your this is in that same level as Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> I still and, well, I'm I'm sitting here gobsmacked that you thought The Rock did a good job. Oh yeah, I thought he did a job as well as uh, you know, uh, in what's his name in uh, Aladdin. Oh yeah, Robin Williams. Robin well, Williams. You know the you guys know that I love The Rock, you know, and I have that blood oath to see every movie right. of his. So it's not like uh, having I did, I did not against, against. Wait, is he in your wallet? <laughs> He's in my locker. He's in my. Oh yeah, in your locker. Right. Uh, but no, I I I don't, I don't know. I think Robin Williams was better as the genie. Robin than, Williams was amazing. Yeah. I then, thought the I thought The Rock did a great job. Okay, I think well, I mean, we, did, we talked about how bad as I thought. You talked. We talked about how wrong opinions you can have. Okay. No, that's right. Right. <laughs> um, well, but, I dare you to watch Mamma Mia because man, this yeah. uh, Pierce Brosnan. It's like it takes you out of the movie, and you're like, oh, what just what is happening? This oh, is... I thought you were gonna say Cher because isn't she in the second one? Uh, I, haven't I, seen, oh, I yeah, I haven't. I, I haven't seen either one of them. Oh. Maybe uh, Brad well, can pick that one. Uh, you know, maybe. But was no. it helpful how much uh, he committed to it, though? Like, that, he definitely so, yes. went that was all a, out. A, that was get, a good thing, yeah, Let's right? get to Sylvester Stallone's yeah. commitment. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, he was terrible. and But it worked up until the end of the film. 
Yeah. Like, cause he's not supposed to be great. Yeah. Cause right? I think, yeah, right. I think they wrote into it that he's, that he's not a great singer. I mean, there's a whole idea is you're taking this diamond or this yeah. lump of coal, trying to turn it into diamonds. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when yes. he sings the song, Drinkenstein. That was just oh, magical oh moment gosh. to me. That was that was amazing. So bad, it's just so wonderful. So, <laughs> so wooden and it so yeah. yes. and he hates every moment of it. It's I want to talk about the scene where he first invites her to his apartment. And, oh yeah, and, and she he and, wants to tutti fruity. So <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's character uh, Nick, he his apartment's above a funeral home. Yeah. And he, there's a line that he throws to Dolly Parton. Is she asks, do you Jake? play any, do you Jake. have any instruments? Jake Ferris. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what is, okay. So what, yeah, what she says, do you have any instruments? He says, yeah, I've got He's a saying, big I've organ. I've got a big organ. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they, they actually have this whole interaction yeah. recognizing the innuendo in it and she's yes. like you better be showing me a big piano <laughs> and, and he's like, like i gotta he's like i gotta warm it up and she's yeah like, no. she's like there better be some music coming out of that organ <laughs> That's right. when yeah. we get up to your apartment yeah. right yeah and sure enough he's got an, or, uh, an electric organ at it, home because he lives above a funeral it's home. part yeah. of the funeral home it yeah. is <laughs> so that, like, he's, do his parents own the funeral? Yeah, I, think yeah, I guess yeah, that's what yeah. it is. He gets there, and he starts banging on this organ and just really doing the most obnoxious, horrible song yeah. tr- attempt. Is but it he, Tutti Frutti? Tutti Frutti. Go, yeah. Yes, it's just... And he's screaming it the whole time. He's going for it. He he knows he's not supposed to be good, and he's not. Yeah. And he's, he's like... Hamming it up like crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's, he's as annoying as... Uh, the Rock is the Moana. Rock in Moana. <laughs> sure, sure. I was. I'm there for you, Nate. <laughs> please forgive my friend, Dwayne. Anyway, he, he's as Dwayne, if you'd as like you to can, defend you yourself, please imagine. come on the podcast. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Brecken. Uh, it's just obnoxious, and he... <sighs> so you know what was interesting too. I think, or I thought that worked well is Sylvester Stallone knew that he. Was obnoxious. Right. Like, yes. He knew that he could not sing, right? Right. And yes. you could see that through, and he just played that. You, you could off. tell he, he was, yeah. He was leaning into it really hard, yeah. like yeah. overly hard. Yeah. And he kind of leans into it a little bit Maybe too hard, too hard throughout in the, the movie. Yeah. Well, way I, over the top the whole time. Yeah. Did you catch that? Over the top. Whoa. The whole oh. time. <laughs> yeah. I so, see I see what you that did was there. Level. So we gotta go back to that scene though, because he's so obnoxious and there's a wedding or a funeral, a funeral. in process. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Which I thought was very clever. Yes, yeah. it was hilarious. Yeah. All the people are just turned around watching him yeah. because he's also extremely animated while he's doing it. Yes, yes. Okay, so singing apart apart from the singing. Mm-hmm. I, I thought Stallone did fine, mm-hmm. like yes. acting in you know the comedic notes. Like obviously he can he can act, but yeah. like he was funny. His his yeah his comedy was great. Like I know most people don't associate him with that. So, you know it's like guns and you know exploding yeah, bows grunting and, arrows and, and stuff, punching but, people. Yeah. One one thing that I will say is that I think if you went into this movie expecting a serious a serious romantic comedy, 
you might be so annoyed at him. His character really was extremely annoying for the first quarter of the film, at least, where it was just like, dude, stop talking for a minute, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was funny if you listened to it and yeah. you were willing to just laugh at it. It was funny and it was meant, it was intentionally funny. Yeah. Right? But it really was the kind of character that you're like, oh man, I can't wait for this guy to stop being on screen because of it. Like the opening scene when he's introduced in the taxi cab oh, yeah. with, with the. Uh, with the Japanese the Japanese, Japanese tourists. tourists that yeah. are trying to get to he's the sushi to, bar. Yeah, he's trying to convince them not to and go we're to like, sushi. We're, and we immediately think, oh, there's going to be some racial stereotypes in here. But the racial t- stereotypes are all about him being an yeah, Italian, yeah. Italian yeah. taxi cab driver in New York. Yes. Yeah, and it was totally. all reflecting on him rather than the, the tourists. And yeah. I was, yeah. The only thing I say stereotypical about them is they were just stereotypically polite. That's yes, true. Yeah. And just kind of <laughs> dealing with his bad driving. Uh, anyway, uh, it, it's there's some parts where I feel like he's probably the weak part of the mm-hmm. movie. But... I don't think he's necessarily it's not that bad where right. it detracts from the entirety of the enjoyment of this movie. And I, I, I would say one other thing that was it was amazing was this is the first movie since Cool as Ice where we had so many costume changes where you're like, Where was your <laughs> yes. luggage? Oh, yeah, great shirts every time though. Good point. <laughs> he was in like a different outfit almost every scene. That's right. Yeah. Totally. Which I appreciated. Yeah. So one thing I want to say about Stallone as well in this is that I feel like, and this might be writing or it might just be him, and that is this is a romantic comedy. It's about them falling in love, right? And there were specific scenes where they almost kiss, and it was like they all felt like they came out of nowhere to me. Mm -hmm. I was like... I. Dolly Parton is charming in everything that she does, and she was carrying him the whole time. But you never felt the same charm between them mm-hmm. or from him, where it was like, oh, there's a reason for her to be falling for him. And, and there was n- no even feeling that he was falling for her until he like he's they're leaning in, they're very close, they're about to kiss, and they get interrupted. And it's like, oh, wait, this is... oh. They're starting to fall in love for some reason. <laughs> so here, here's what I think the problem is. Dolly Parton is so dang charming yeah. that everybody, that she reacts like that to everybody. Everyone They'll falls. They'll be like, yeah. oh, Barnett, you're such a scoundrel. Yeah, right. And it's just, but then she's saying the exact same thing to, to, everyone. to Nick. Yeah. And then, but for some reason with Nick, it's like, but I really like you. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? So I, I think, whereas typical like rom-coms, yeah. like it's obvious who the villains are right. and who the main interest is, right? Because yeah. it's like you slowly build to it, whatever, mm-hmm. and they have their little, oh, I'm awkward around you. Right, you know, like, yes. I know the curves of your face. And be like, oh, I'm <laughs> so into you now. But, right, like in this one, it was just, she's charming with everybody right. except for a couple slimy people. And even with those guys, she's charming. She's to still them. charming yeah. to them. So it was like, yeah. I think that's why it feels so out of, out of context. Right. right. Yeah. They start having their relationship like, because why is it different with him? There was nothing different with him from her point. Of right. View, I mean, in, side, in terms right? of like rom-com, it's like, yeah. you know, 10% charm with everybody else. Yeah. 90% you. She's like a hundred percent with everybody. And then yeah. like 104% with him. So yeah. it's like, it's hard to read. Yeah. So I didn't know much about this movie, obviously, beforehand, just that movie poster. Right. But part of me thought that their chemistry was not going to be great. Yeah. And I was surprised that the chemistry was there. Was mm-hmm. better. Like, like it was It was not 
horrible. Like I've seen some rom coms yes. where the chemistry is just not, not there. really there. It's completely it, manufactured. It worked. I, yeah. Surprisingly, Sylvester Stallone and Dolly Parton. I know. In a movie, it's incredible casting, <laughs> but it it worked. It worked in this. Well, do for, you think in my opinion, do you think that's a product of her charm? I think. Uh, I think a lot of it's that. I just, think. I think his charisma too. Yes, I mean, he is yeah. likable. Yeah. They're both likable. They, I can tell that they weren't like fighting off. Sets. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they got along pretty well. I, he, I know he talks very uh, highly pop, of her. Highly of her and mm-hmm. his experience on this film, uh, their relationship. Uh, not necessarily he, he liked this movie, but right. he had a positive experience with Dolly Parton. And I mean, how can you not? She's, yeah. She's a treasure. So. And, and really, when. When I'm saying that I don't see them falling in love or whatever, there mm-hmm. was chemistry oh. in that they absolutely seemed yeah. like they would be good partners, mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. You know, these two people, these two people like to be around each other, mm-hmm. right? But it wasn't the building blocks weren't there that le- yeah, that connected point A into, to point right, exactly. you know C or D. Right. That the pieces in between necessarily connected. Yeah. Maybe those yeah. scenes were on the saying. cutting room floor. Maybe. <laughs> so let me let me ask you a question: Who who was better? Vanilla Ice singer to actor or Stallone actor oh to singer? Gosh. <sighs> oh my gosh. That's a Stallone. Sophie's choice. <laughs> oh man, seriously. Yeah, We're going to cut that baby in half. <laughs> I, would, I would say Stallone to singing. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just saying, like, who, who made yeah. the transition better? Because obviously they're polar opposites, yeah. right? One is black to white and one is white to black, right? I, so uh, I think I got to go Stallone because I. I, I feel. Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, well, you know, I, I can't. That's really so hard it. because it's also Stallone, the actor, the whole time. So okay, how about this? What if Stallone said, "You see in me now"? Would that change your mind? He says, "Let's go back to New York." <laughs> oh man! You know, we should have got more Stallone dance. We didn't get Stallone dancing until the final number. <laughs> okay, so okay, so good transition. <laughs> One of my favorite parts is when he's wearing. I don't even know what he's wearing. It's like he's wearing... It's a, a rhinestone. Like, if there's such thing as, like, a glitter thrift store, like a rhinestone <laughs> thrift store, he took, like, six costumes and all just stapled it onto one. Yeah. Like, he's got the he weird like glittery tassels all over his arms like, and legs. Yes. He's got, like, the the, the, the raccoon tail. Oh, that one. That's yeah, like, like that tails. Oh, I'm talking about the one in the yeah, middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The yellow suit where he's just like dancing very wooden. Yeah, and he's like, what was that? Was the one Dr- Drinkenstein? Yeah. yeah. Let's. I, I want to talk about that. Yeah. Okay. So, what were your thoughts about that? Right, like the costume it's, or it's the, a, the music? Anything. Like it's a little bit of a turning point because it's like where he's finally starting to embrace cowboy life. Right. And he's willing to try. He's like, right. I'm going to make an effort. He's got that terrible hat that has two coontails. On yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. And. <sighs> red and yellow bright yellow that yes. suit but it's also got like bright blue it's got like yes, these like got every some color. kind of animal skin shoulder pads it, it's almost like reminiscent of jim carrey uh in his costume in, in dumb and dumber when he's going into the town he's oh, got yes. that like the country orange. western top oh yeah totally. but it's got double coon uh tails yeah uh on the hat it's just <laughs> unbelievably over the top i felt like it would have wouldn't have stood out if uh, Randy Quaid was wearing it. That's true. Yes, That's absolutely. true. Yes. Randy can pull that off. That was just yeah. crazy. That scene, I loved that scene because um, I, as I watched it, I kept thinking, man, this was, I mean, he, he's not a good singer, but it was such an 
awesome number to watch him so sing. Entertaining. I was like, so, this should be the final number. You know, the crowd would love yeah. this. this was <laughs> Throughout great. the movie, you can see Sylvester Stallone going for it. Yes, and you're like, trying. man, he is brave, and you kind of admire him for it the whole yeah. time. You're like, hats off to you. I'm impressed that you would try this. Yeah. This is Sylvester Stallone Rocky. This is yeah. this is post uh First Blood. This is I mean, Rambo. he didn't have to do this movie, yeah. but he went for it. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, I, you know, it's it's a train wreck, but you're brave. <laughs> you are a brave guy. But not <laughs> brave in the same way as like Annie Hathaway in like Les Mes where she lays it all out emotionally raw right, on the yeah. thing like yeah. This is an entirely different kind of brave. Like, <laughs> you did what? In what costume? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, you've never seen anything like this before. Uh, but he goes for it. So yeah. you kind of admire yeah. him for it. It, it. Towards the end, it he's going for it, but then you're expecting him to be better. Right. And it's just uncomfortable. There was a progression at, like, mm-hmm. improving. Mm-hmm. And I think that part of the wild tutti fruity stuff was to try to get a little bit of contrast in there to Mm -hmm. like he he performed much worse on purpose Mm -hmm. knowing that there was only a certain extent that he could get better right he's like look there's no way we're getting you from an f to an a but like if you're an f minus minus and we get you a d plus yeah that's a win for the movie yeah Yeah. but so he got a little bit better each time yeah but just never good but even the times where he's tolerable, yeah, it's when Dolly is singing alongside him and kind of that's she where she is carrying yeah. him. She's care. I mean, yeah. So it's it's it doesn't she's... stand out quite as much, yeah, because he is. Oh yeah, she can... he does not stand on his she own. She carries this movie. And that's where it was the breath of fresh air every time they're yeah. singing the duet. Mm-hmm. He'll sing his line, and then it's kind of like, uh, and then she'll sing hers, and it's like, ah, she's so confident. <laughs> yeah. She's so uh, eloquent comfortable yeah and she just would stare and smile at him and just kind of like encourage him encourage him and he would smile back and you're just like what what is happening the best way i can describe their singing is let's say it's 115 degrees outside Uh you have one of those oscillating fans right Uh, yes and it's just like (laughs) (laughs) right like every time that fan is on you it's like oh my god this movie's great great. and then it moves away and you're like Oh no, I'm just miserable again. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, that's 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 a lot on Sylvester Stallone. Maybe we'll circle back to him. But what are some of the other people uh, in the cast that maybe stood out to you, uh, good or bad, uh, that you liked or disliked or what? What were some of your thoughts of the rest of the cast? It's always good to see Richard Farnsworth. Oh man, yes. Who's that? Uh, he is the sheriff in Misery. Oh, okay, yes. And, he, and the sheriff, and, or, and, and the he, dad, Jake's and, father. And he's Matthew on... Jake is Dolly Parton. Jake is Dolly. Yeah, he's yeah. Dolly Parton's dad. And he's, and he's Matthew on Anna Green Gables. Okay. Yeah. So, and such a great, um, lovable actor. Um, and he was great in this, too. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, and then Tim Thompson, who is Barnett Kale, the... Yeah, the the villain. The, kind of, the, kind of the, the, the Tennessee villain. Yeah. Uh, the ex-boyfriend. He's one of those guys. He's been. What does he have? Like two hundred credits or something. He's, oh yeah, over two hundred credits. Yeah, you totally everything. recognize you him rec- when you you're see like, him. Oh, that guy. He's in everything. Yeah. And I one thought episode he, of everything. Yeah. He's, he's a guest star in every show. Yeah. 
And I thought that he was great from the mm-hmm. minute he sings and meets Nick. Yeah. To the minute they become enemies. To yeah. He and I, he stole every scene he was in. Yeah. Every scene. Mm-hmm. I appreciated too that he wasn't. And I don't know how to say this, but like typical rom com exes, yeah. you know, or you know the 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 lost love is an absolute just a-hole, right? And you're like, how did you two ever get together? But he was charming enough that I'd be like, okay, I could see Dolly dating him. Until she got to know him. And it falls apart. Oh, yeah, you're a little bit of an a-hole. Because he is. He's, like, charming and having fun. And he can actually sing. And He initially gets along with Sylvester Stallone. And he gives him some tips on how to walk. and and, How to be, yeah. Yeah, be more country. How does one walk country, Bracken? (laughs) Yeah. So <laughs> Sylvester Stone has a hard time walking the right way, yeah. I guess, to be country. He's got that Italian Italian strut. Yeah, right? well, he never really gets I think it. it's because yeah. he's muscle bound. Yeah. Is maybe the thing. Yeah. that's yeah. probably part of it. But he says, "Walk like you have jock itch." Yeah, yeah. So he does, <laughs> and I guess that's how people walk Apparently. when they're that's on how stage. Cowboys walk. So yeah. you're from Kentucky. Is that is it just like a pe- an epidemic of jock itch down there? <laughs> <laughs> like it's really humid. <laughs> I, I haven't made a powder that helps yet. <laughs> I also felt like Sylvester Sloan's father's uh, character. He was great. Stole everything oh, yes, he was in as absolutely. well. Yeah. Let's talk about the father. What was he like? What was he doing? So I, well, I'll tell you that I, he he reminded me a lot of Sid Caesar. Every time I saw him, I thought he looks like Sid Caesar. But yeah, Steve yeah. Peck is the actor. Yeah, um, he's only got like maybe thirty to thirty five characters. Uh, you know, acting parts over okay. the years. Um, a lot of TV from like the eighties. I wouldn't have recognized him yeah, or seen I've him in anything him before. before, but um, what was he doing? He, I, he was just, so he was kind of a little bit of the Miyagi to, you know, Jake's teaching, you know, so she was kind of like, you know, obviously he knows what he's doing as well. So he's kind of helping mentor, uh, Nick along as well. A no, bit. no, we're talking no, about. We're talking about. We're talking Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought. The okay. Italian no, guy. No, no, no. Okay. He was hilarious. <laughs> Dude, no, he was. He was appropriately like. I don't know. Like 80s. Just you know, the the humor in the 80s was always like. My wife's crazy and I hate her. You know, like everybody's like, yeah, you like, you know, the the laugh track claps in the right. background. So he's like adequately that. Yeah. And then also just, just over the top just kind of like creepy and weird mm-hmm. right he's like during dinner he's just staring and, but I, I think he does it well yeah. yeah he yeah well it was bizarre i've never seen a father he so he's his father yeah yeah uh sylvester's father and you're like okay i guess so but all the things that he's saying and doing are saying he's not his father he's like his his roommate, roommate, <laughs> like the, the yeah, the roommate that's that's kind of yeah. creepy. He's like, hey, and, if you need any help with that girl, let me know. Yeah, yeah, the sneezy roommate, yes, yes, exactly. And then they have the scene with the dinner, and his mom's bringing out all the food, and the father's just kind of staring at Dolly Parton, and Never takes the his eyes mom off her. is just so like angry. She throws the cannoli at him, yeah, yeah. because he's such a you know sleazy roommate character. Yeah. And then later there's the party and Dolly oh. Parton's talking. He's just standing there sniffing her hair. Yeah, yeah. yes. I would expect she his, even like, calls him out on yeah. it. I would expect his name to be like Badger or Clutch or something. You know, like just yes. <laughs> right. Yes. 
Oh man, like that's something yeah. out Back to the Future. Yeah, uh, or I guess Teen Wolf Two. Yeah, he was right. he was hilarious. Yeah, uh, I just thought they stole every scene they were in, but. And I think we mentioned the mom when she throws the cannoli at him, and yeah, yeah. and then she when she at the party where Nick's like, "I'm gonna be a singer," and she's like, "Take the cab," because that was part of the <laughs> right. bet. Yeah. yeah, part of the bet is that if Dolly Parton's character won, then then the club owner guy would buy Nick his own cab. Yeah. And but now he's like I'm gonna be a singer, and his mom, his mom keeps saying like take the cab. Yeah, <laughs> I think the mom is the only one who she, could, she's the voice of reason. She right, can read the future. The yeah. Right. <laughs> what about Ron Liebman? He was uh, Freddy Hugo. He was kind of the main villain <laughs> so, that, that did the bet with Dolly Parton's character at the yeah. Beginning. So he's the club owner. Yes, and I guess the club is called the Rhinestone. Yeah, right. it's a uh, country western country music. Club in, in New downtown York New York City. Yeah, because that's where and they are. This guy is like sleazy New York mob guy, dialed right? up to like thirteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, dialed up so much, and it's like I had a hard time believing that he would own a club like this, and not not just that he would own it, but he like spent all his time there. So I, his name was Freddie Hugo. Yes. So he had his initials on his everything every, on his shirt. Uh, uh, F U. Yes. Uh, on his, on his door. shirt. On his apartment door. Yeah. Uh, and I think probably in the club on his too. robe that he was wearing. Yeah, was his kimono everywhere. that he had. Everything. But this club <laughs> is like the early version of Hooters because all of the barmaids. That's right. Had lots of cleavage. Yep. Dolly Parton's the main singer. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's the owner. Yeah. It's just. It honestly, like, I'd never, if you saw him in a lineup, it'd be like, point at the guy who owns a country club. It would not be him. <laughs> no, it if would not If you said, him. point at the guy who owns a, a strip you know, club? country-based yeah. strip club, I'd be like, 100% that guy, <laughs> Mr. F.U. on his shirt. I remember those initials. But, like, I, I, like, I just don't understand, like, the country. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't fit Hooters. Well. I, it, yeah. It doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Yeah. He he was well cast though. He was not like he was. Oh, he was yeah, very he, gross. Yes, he did his. He did a good job in the role. He yeah. played right? his part well. He, you you probably would have recognized him. He's been in tons of stuff over the years. So, um, <laughs> I'm seeing he was in Zorro the Gay Blade, uh, Norma Ray, Law and Order, you know, Murder She Wrote, TV, a lot of TV stuff. But a uh, Garden State, you probably would have recognized him. But anyway, uh, fun. I Any, really liked the Luke guy. Uh, which one? Which one was Luke? So Luke was one of the one of the uh, one what of do you the call Barnett's him? henchmen. The yeah, one of his henchmen. The big one. Yeah, because one of no, he was the it's smaller the one. Yeah. Okay. One of my favorite things was when Sylvester Stallone calls him puke, puke, and he gets super mad. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, he yells, it's Luke. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So he had to cover his ears. <laughs> it was just, it just was really funny to me. Uh, yeah. yeah well, I also appreciated how quickly he dumped. Uh, Barnett. Yeah. When, oh yeah, yeah. So Stallone's just roasting him right at kind of his his first real singing gig. Yeah, you know, and he's like, "Well, why do you think his zipper's all rusted and his boots is yellow?" <laughs> you know, and then you know, as after he gets knocked that. out, Luke's like, you know, they're like, like, "What do we do?" He's like, "Let's piss on him." <laughs> I'm done with this guy. <laughs> I never liked him anyway. <laughs> never liked him anyway. <laughs> well, speaking of those henchmen, I did like the scene where. Uh, Stallone and Dolly Parton are dancing with each other and oh, yeah. Barnett comes up and asks me to cut in and they're like, no. And then the taller henchman guy, whose name I don't think we ever I learned, know. he comes over and he's just standing there and they kind of bump into him he's dancing. He's like a foot taller. And, yeah. and then he's like, 
Barnett would like to dance. And Stallone's like, well, go dance with him. And then they just dance off. And then, then he goes back and he's just standing there like, what happened? Yeah, the guy's like, no. Yeah, that was awesome. But I mean, I, I think you're pointing to a thing like that we all enjoyed. Like, yeah. there's a lot of moments like that that are very well written, very well delivered. Yep. They're timed well. They just were legitimately funny and we were yes. laughing along exactly the way we were supposed to. I would say like ninety percent of this movie was like I thought it was well, kind of well written or cleverly written. Yeah, I mean it was not great, right? But it was like we we're laughing when we we're supposed to. Yeah, um, the one-liners it was very witty, but it was just well. Uh, and Brant pointed out while we we're watching, it's like it's like the movie's it's like a roller coaster. It's moving up, 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 and then you slide down. Yeah. yeah. Up until about like you fall off a cliff. Twenty to thirty yeah. minutes before the end of the movie, we're like, I don't get it. Like, yeah, I why, don't why understand don't these like reviews. This? Yeah. And then Ben, tell me what happens at the t minus twenty to thirty minutes. I don't. Is this this is when? Uh, well, I guess the thing that kicks it off is like they're back in New York, right? Yeah. And they're like, uh, he's back with his family and all the Italians. Like every Italian in New York is together in having this party, welcoming, welcoming him, welcoming him home after two weeks away, and he's like, uh, "They're like, you're gonna get your money back for your taxi," and he's like, "No way, I'm gonna be a singer now." Yeah. <laughs> and Dolly Parton is trying to, you know, give him a let him down easy, let him down easy, and she's like, "Well, no, you're not a singer. You're you've learned one song. Yeah. You're only gonna be singing one song." and he starts being like, oh, you're jealous of me and stuff. And there's this just... <laughs> professional jealousy. Professional jealousy. And there's this like immediate falling out between them. Uh, she's trying to tell him, you know, be realistic. And he's like, no way. I don't want my, ta- my taxi anymore. And then... So they hate each other because that's what happens in a rom-com. Right. And then, and then he goes and performs. Well, I mean, there's, you know, the whole thing where he's got to go win her back and, mm-hmm. and apologize to her or whatever. When she goes to try and try and talk the boss out of the bed, out of the bed, yeah. which she can't do, of course, and he just wants his reward, and but then she ends up knocking the dude out. Yeah. Um. Then they go and they do the song, and or he does the song. He gets up on stage and he starts singing it the way they do it. I thought it was a little bit clever because they, this was the only way it was going to work. Right. He gets up and he starts singing, and it is bad. It's terrible, yeah. but he's also, you can kind of tell that he's struggling on stage. He's not really feeling the music and stuff well, like yeah, that. Well, he hasn't won was, the crowd over. Yeah, it was packed crowd over. with hecklers. Like, intentionally, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was intentionally packed with hecklers so yeah. that he would definitely lose, so she would lose this bet. And and hecklers with, like, party favor horns. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Blowing In, in true hardcore New Yorker fashion. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm kazooing here. <laughs> so he gets fed up and he's like, fine, if I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose my way. And he kind of like turns around and he tells the band to speed it up. And he starts, well, he turns around, he starts talking to the crowd. Yeah. Right. And yeah. he's like, let me hear all the hot women. Yeah. Yay. And yeah, he's like, no, there's a lot more of you here, you know, and he starts getting the crowd yeah. going, you know, and he's like, okay, where's all the studs? Yeah. And of course, all the guys are like, yeah, yeah right. And he's like, what? <laughs> That's all? He's like, I didn't say the pansies. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so then he gets the crowd all going with him. And then he starts singing his song, but it's kind of, uh, kind of in the style of his Tutti Fruity. 
Right? Yeah. It's, it's the same song. It's yeah, just it's the same up. song sped up, yeah. and he can kind of yell a little bit while he's doing it. Um, and because it's sped up and not so slow, it's a little bit better, you know, and... He but it better, is not he has better accompaniment. There, there's yeah, a little better, bit of yeah, instrumentation right. behind him, to and we have it. to listen to the whole song, and it's not great. It's not good. It's it's one of my least favorite songs that he sang in the whole movie. So I'm I'm gonna inject here too. Yeah. Like it was, they needed to find worse country singers that were all the acts that were actually getting panned off stage, right? Because every single true. one of those. Sounded flawless. They like, sounded great. They you know, were there was one guy like real artists that were doing little yeah. guest spots. Yeah, it sounded like any country song you would hear from the eighties. Right, like, it was on tune. Everybody was singing fine. Yeah, and they're just getting panned. I was like, I don't know what these New Yorkers are expecting. Like, right. we need more spaghetti in yeah. our country. <laughs> That's right. Just do the pace commercial. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> New York City. San Antonio. Oh man! It was like they Sorry. really wanted yeah. to have stand-up comedy. Like they were there. To, it kind of was because you know, that's it what did. it took to win the he, crowd. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah, right. Yeah. And so then he he does it. And it's painful, and you have to sit there and watch the whole thing. Luckily, the crowd gets into it because he's warmed them all up. Yeah. You know, and you can tell that everyone's accepting the fact that he won the crowd over, and the the sleazy owner is like, then he wants to hire him. Yeah, that's yeah. right. He wants to hire him. Dolly jumps on stage, and then and then you get your breath of fresh air as she starts singing along with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but then, then the, the movie's biggest crime... What's that? Is they do a little banter, and then they sing another song. Oh, yeah, that's exactly. right. Yeah. It's just like, you gotta I, know when to stop. What I expected... They, sh- they should have ended it. What yeah. I expected was both of them to, like, jump in the air yeah. and, like, freeze, freeze frame. Yeah. Or, like... A, a, you know, flash of glitter, and you know, as they're both like looking at each other with yes. the mics, and it freeze frames, roll credits. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah. That's yeah. what it felt like. Yeah. Nick yeah. went on to win five Grammys. It, it went on. <laughs> it went on for another five minutes, and yeah. it yeah, just could yeah. done. Nick's music ended the Cold War. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie, uh, yeah, it's good. Nick. This Nick movie had a, t- a budget of twenty eight million dollars. Where though? Dolly. Did they buy that it was, town? I, I, think it was, I think it was the rhinestone costume. Right. It was the rhinestones. Yeah, right. It was all the fog and machines. That, that the cyber machines. horse. <laughs> yes, right. The horse with the It, it grossed $21.4 million worldwide. Oh. So it lost money. Yep. Shockingly. So I know we keep going back to this, but Speed 2, Cruise Control, <laughs> they crashed a boat for $25 million. <laughs> Wow. So, I mean, so why don't you think this did as well as it it did? I mean, do you think it was because it was Stallone not with, you know, an M40 on his arms, you know, or, you know, slashes across his chest holding a bayonet or something or like boxing gloves? I don't think people I don't think people want to see Sylvester Stallone sing country music. Yeah. I okay, yeah. (laughs) You think that's the only thing? So, uh, I don't prior know. to this, you know, he is the tough guy, right? Yeah. And that's so, what everyone loves Stallone mm-hmm. in this time of his career. That's all he is, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And he, it's like, he's whoa. Made, he's made the first three Rocky movies. He's made the uh, First Blood. Um, and then he directed uh, the sequel to Saturday Night Fever, uh, Staying Alive, uh, for John Travolta in 1983, which was a big 
actually it made a lot of money, but it was, uh, well, that's a whole other story. <laughs> but he's kind of getting a, a low point with this movie. Yeah. Uh, this is not well received. And Sylvester Stallone's going to have many ups and downs throughout his career. So let me, I'm going to do another, you know, if this, then that thing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Stallone goes from action hero to romance and comedy. Bruce Willis goes from romance and comedy to Die Hard. Who do you think did it better? So, well, he can do both, Bruce Willis. But okay, yeah. I have yet to see Sylvester Stallone do a comedy. That well. was rhetorical, Listen, by the way. I have, <laughs> I have the answer. Okay, let's hear yeah. it. Uh, June domestic box office for June of 1984. So this was released the first week of June. Number one, Ghostbusters. Number two, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oh. Number three, Gremlins. Number four, Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Um, number 10, Karate Kid. Jeez. Wow. Um, number 11 was Rhinestone and it made, it made $9 million in its first opening weekend and it only made 21 million total. So, I mean, look, Splash, 16 Candles, Top Secret, Footloose, all of these movies. That same month? Greystoke. So these are, uh. Some of them came out in March, but were still in theaters. In theaters Dude, that is yeah. some stiff competition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cannonball Run 2, Conan the Destroyer. I'll be honest. Wow. I I had not heard of this movie. I'd, I've seen oh. most of those movies and yeah. saw them as a kid. Yeah. I had never heard of this movie until Police a few Academy. weeks ago when we started kind of pitching this as a movie to watch. Right. Yeah. Wow. So it had some stiff competition. Wow. <laughs> do, okay. So, I mean, it, real question, though. I mean, do you... Not given that competition. Yeah. Let's say it was, you know, the doldrums of, yeah, yeah. you know, the, the movie cinematic year. Let's say they launched some other time. Mm-hmm. Do you think they would have had much better numbers? I mean, it sounds like there mm-hmm. was, people showed up, yeah. saw it, and they'd be like, nope, no yeah, more. That's true. <laughs> Don't go. Yeah. So I think that if they would have released it now, mm-hmm. it would do better because we, well, I mean, I don't know specifically right now, but I mean, like, years later, <laughs> after people kind of see more of Stallone and see him, they're more comfortable with him not being range. Rocky and not being Rambo, um, that uh, they'd be more comfortable with him doing something else. Like Plus if this came out loves... between Expendables and Expendables 2. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. I think that it was just not the right movie for him to do at that point in his career. Probably okay. He he didn't have enough star power to get that audience to watch a romantic comedy. Audience. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, now, would you watch Expendables Four with Dolly Parton as the secret? <laughs> you know, like the Chuck the Chuck Norris character. She shows up. You know, <laughs> she's I, behind the thing the whole time. She's I would. Like, I would. I would reserve the theater. You're right. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Do rom-coms ever make that much money? Like, aren't Some do. they known for not making a lot of money? So, generally speaking, they don't cost a lot of money. Yeah. And so they do make some profit. Them in the country. Right. <laughs> They're like the Uva Bowl movies, right? They cost yeah. nothing yeah. to make. They're very boilerplate. Yeah. It, you already know the beginning from the end, right? They cost nothing to shoot. You right. get a couple, two famous people and a bunch of supporting cast. You know, word shuffles the plot a little bit, yeah. And you printing if money. it costs twenty million, twenty five million dollars to make, and you make sixty million dollars. You know, you 
almost tripled your money. Yeah. We talked about the writing of this movie. Um, this movie was written by Phil Alden uh, Robinson and Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Phil Alden Robinson it wrote movies like All of Me, Fletch, mm. Field of Dreams, Ghost Dad, which was also a big bomb. And, and sneakers. sneakers. I like sneakers. Uh, so, I mean, those are some big, well-known uh, movies. Like pretty well-known movies. Uh, Sylvester Sloan's obviously written uh, a lot of the Rocky movies, mm-hmm. uh, First Blood, Staying Alive, Cobra, Over the Top, Cliffhanger, a lot of in the Expendables franchise. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me that with these writers' resumes that the dialogue was, in this, you know, as good as it was, it was surprisingly uh, good. Mm-hmm. Bob Clark was the director. He uh, had just come off of doing A Christmas Story the year before, um, the the Christmas classic, um, and he's also the director of Porky's and Porky's mm-hmm. Two, and an infamous um, movie Baby Geniuses. <laughs> I, I think the sequel to Baby Geniuses is actually known as one of the worst movies ever. Yeah, uh, I keep seeing that on a list that maybe we'll visit at some point, but. <laughs> Um, do you yeah. think, do you think some of the Porky's humor, I mean, they're notoriously just, you know, eighties raunchy, raunchy, whatever right. kind of thing. It feels like some of that bled into it, uh, you know? Probably, I mean, yeah. I, I don't, uh, I'm not an aficionado on the Porky's movies, but, um, just the director. Maybe. It's, I mean, there's just, I mean, it, it's a lot I, of I poop know. and, you know, butt jokes and like, oh, whoops, we stumbled into the girls' locker room. There's boobs, right? Like, yeah. so it's just a lot of that kind of like, okay, not very highbrow well, humor. Well, they, they didn't really have anything like that in this movie, though. No, but like, I think some of the jokes where we kind of groaned a little bit or, were like oh, kind yeah. of skewed more of that That's direction. Right. Yeah. That's true. Um, I did want to talk about one random scene before mm-hmm. we kind of cast mm-hmm. judgment. I think we're kind of winding this yeah. up. But there is a scene when uh, Sylvester Stallone's at uh, Dolly Parton's house in the country mm-hmm. with her dad, and he leaves. I can't remember. He needs to. They kind of get into an argument. Oh gosh! Yeah, right. I know exactly. He, where he, he says, "I'm leaving." He leaves and he goes out. He starts it's to walk time. to the bar in town or whatever, and he walks out, and it's all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, yes, it's I'm complete, so glad you remembered this. It's com- Yeah, it's like it's like that scene from from Jim Cotta almost. Only it's more the town condensed. of the crazies. The town of cra- crazies. He he walks into the. He's just walking in it's the street. Foggy. It's yeah. there's just it's all it's all it's like, fog. It's a country it's road. Like, suit fog. like you yeah. literally can't see anything twenty feet ahead of you. And he's like fog. walking through like a cow pasture or something. It's yeah. like yeah, and, and just like Large Marge pulls up in um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure with her semi truck and talks to Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> this gentleman, we'll just call him a gentleman because we don't know his name, yep. pulls up in his his uh, truck, and what does he say to Sylvester Stallone? He's like, get in the truck. <laughs> get in. He <laughs> says, no you got pretty this, teeth. This, okay, so remember that scene where we oh, went well, on well. and on and on about it in Jim Cotta and how, like... The atmosphere and so the people yeah. were like from a real from insane a real, asylum. Yeah. What did this guy? I mean, he, he was out of. The, he drove up from Jimakata, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember seeing him like in the background anywhere else. He's got, <laughs> he, you know, he's got that country truck. He's got yeah. a couple rifles on a rifle Shot rack inside in the, the cab, yes. yep. right? And he has no teeth. All of us yeah, are kind of like no looking teeth. at each other, like, "What is happening right yeah. now? Like, Listen, who is this guy?" The whole time I was thinking, "This is her ex-boyfriend." Oh yeah, because I thought it was there Barnett. was this whole thing about the dad was like, 
oh, Barnett knows she's in town. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the lunatic, and this is not good news for yeah, him to know. that's what I thought, too. Right. right? Maybe, that's what, maybe they threw that maybe in there so we would purpose. think it was yeah. the ex. Because the next scene is when oh, he that's meets right, cause him. Oh, that's right, because we didn't. Yeah. And then and we think, oh, it's, it, it can't be that right. guy because he's really nice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A oh, false flag. But that guy was scary. He's like, it, get in the truck. Yeah. And, he's so, like, and then he's uh, like, why, no. he was like, why won't you get in? And Sylvester <laughs> Stallone, I mean, he is, you know, muscle bound, this big guy. And he's kind of scared, too. He's yeah. like, I don't want to get into the truck. He's like, he's like making excuses and yeah. like, uh, you get out of here before you're, you're causing traffic. Uh, yeah, you got to get out. Yeah. And I'm leaving now. And just... It, I mean, it was <laughs> so, so so out of place. Yeah. It was so Great. random. Yeah, it was. I'm actually. Definitely I'm really disappointed at us that we did not come up with a side plot to explain oh, that guy away. Yeah. I think oh. all of us were just so confused, and then we saw real Barnett. Yeah. that it kind of disappeared. But yep. like, what do you think he was actually going yeah, to do? Man. He was the owner of that hog they kept referencing. That's right. <laughs> oh. He was the He's hog. Like... What's your own name? I'm the hog. I'm a hog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish there had been some kind of closure to that because I was really uh, sad when they went back to New York and that. It's such like, a, what just a random thing. Yeah. And it I think great. it would have been funny if he like, like at the end of the movie he like opens his shirt and he is, has like an I heart New York yeah. shirt and he's like <laughs> I just really like New York. So I'm not even gonna cast my judgment yet, but on just that scene alone, like oh, it, that movie is worth watching yeah. just Seriously, for that because it it's so. <laughs> it's just startling. So it comes I'm, out of left field. Yes. It really does. Yeah. Okay, so on that note, may, is there anything else anybody wants to touch, or maybe should we just cast judgment? Let's judge. Let's, all right, judge. who who would like to go first? I went first last time. I'll go first this time. All right, Ben. <laughs> all right, up. so here's the thing. This movie is very funny. I enjoyed it through almost through the whole thing. Uh, I really feel like even Stallone's terrible singing, it's fun to watch how bad he is Mm -hmm. right and it's like okay uh even the end where it just fell off the cliff and everything it was still like fun to watch so um stallone absolutely was trying to play like he was sincerely trying to be this character and also sincerely hamming it up right he was he was doing a good job dolly parton so charming totally fun to watch and everyone in this was great. So uh, this was a fun movie. It is it is a bad movie. I mean, there's a lot of badness in it. Um, and so I think 100% this is exceptionally bad. And I can't <clears throat> wait to watch it again. Yeah. Because I think it's so fun. And I can't wait to show it to someone else <laughs> yeah. and say, can you believe this exists? <laughs> The question's going to be, how are you going to be able to show anybody? Yeah, right. Bracken's the only one with the copy. So you know someone with the copy, so you can borrow it from me. (laughs) I feel like this is a couple's night. I do do (laughs) want my copy back. Yeah, right. Because I want to watch this movie again, too. All right, who's up next? Uh, I'll go. So, um, yeah, I agree with everything you said, Ben. Like, I I think this is the perfect, exceptionally bad movie. Yes. Like, it's not good. Yeah. But, like, we had a lot of fun with it. Mm -hmm. Um, We were laughing at the right points. We were making fun of Mm -hmm. plenty of points. It's weirdly bizarre in a lot of places and doesn't quite fit. Um, You know, we've already talked about, you know, Dolly and, you know, and, and Sloan as well. You know, honestly, I think 
for any other conflicts, we need to stop developing bombs. We just need to drop Stallone yeah. in in his Rambo getup, and if that doesn't scare him off, we airdrop in Dolly, Dolly and Martin. she'll just charm everybody. And be like, yes. "Well, hey y'all, let's just all have a good time together. Yeah. I'm gonna sing a song, right? Everybody sings along, right? So like, she has that kind of power, yes. you know, in this movie, and brings just you know an atomic level of yes. charm to the movie. So I had a ton of fun with it. It's absolutely exceptionally bad, though. So. That's my review. All right. Want me to go? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, I, I got to do a little bit of backpedaling here. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I love you. <laughs> uh, you your singing is not as bad as <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> just got caught up in my argument with Bracken. <laughs> just please, please, please forgive me. <laughs> um, so we didn't mention it. Call this, him. <laughs> this got nominated for a lot of Razzies, right? Oh, yeah. And I don't think that... I think this is just like um, uh, Sandy B mm-hmm. getting like the worst actress. Oh, right. And I'm like, I don't think... I don't the think his... acting was I don't good. think his acting was bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he... The, the role was like, you got to play this over-the-top... Over-the-top New Yorker guy that can't sing... And it's being is real silly, and it's like almost slapsticky for you. And I think he nailed it. I mm-hmm. thought he did a great job. Um, you're right. Like a charm offensive by Dolly Parton could mm-hmm. could bring peace to this world. Yeah, really, <laughs> and, really. Uh, this is 100 percent exceptionally bad. Like uh, like most of, for a good chunk of the movie, I'm like, this isn't even bad. Yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. so fun. So yeah, I'm I'm exceptionally bad all the way. I, I was just looking at the stats. It it actually. The, it uh, was nominated as one of the worst musicals of the first of the Razzies' first twenty five years. Well, I could see that the music wasn't great. <laughs> His music wasn't great. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, I mean, the songs she was singing were she was great in them, but the music just it wasn't. She she had a couple she top had, ten hits. This from was this, a big out a big yeah. thing for her music wise. This is like huh. a Xanadu situation. Was yeah. it Tutti Frutti? God won't get you, and the chart topping Tennessee homesick blues were two top hits. Singles. I, and she movie. talks about how she loves the music from this film. Yeah, that she wrote for. Right now, I got to do another backpedaling. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Dolly. Listen, I would have, I would rather have the Rock pissed at me than Dolly. <laughs> That's right. One so of this... those two people is going to be standing at the pearly gates, looking very disappointed. So I'm announcing this is my last episode. <laughs> Creative differences is what they're going to say. <laughs> I'm just glad Sylvester Sloan turned down the male lead for *Romancing the Stone*. And yeah. Beverly Hills Cop to do this movie. Uh, um, we didn't even talk Stallone about that. And Kathleen... Can you imagine? <laughs> I don't. I mean, well, who would have thought that Stallone and Dolly Parton? It would have been a very Parton? different. Movie. I know, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's so, a good point. That's actually a very good point. Uh, just on that basis alone, I'm grateful for this movie. Yeah. Um, I agree with what all you said, all three of you. This this Nate movie. Nate didn't finish his judgment. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's oh, actually, yeah, yeah, it's actually bad. Okay. okay. Uh, I agree with all three of you. This this movie was entertaining, uh, surprisingly so fun. Yeah. Uh, never got slow except for until five minutes till the end credits right. when it should have ended. Yeah. Then after the first and song. They, and they went into another song. <laughs> right. Uh, but you know, it, it, the story's over at that point. So. Uh, just fun, fun cast. Uh, man, we talked about the scene stealing. 
the the dialogue this the train wreck that this movie is <laughs> we never even really talked about his final costume it's yeah. like he walked under a rhinestone waterfall yes. and it just kind of poured out over him. It's just so many rhinestones just dripping yeah. Yeah, off of him. And then he tassels. gets on a horse to get over to Dolly's place and it's covered in rhinestones yeah. and rhinestone cowboy. And yeah. I, that's what they were and, going for. Well, I, they, I noticed uh, as he was singing his last song, he's doing this weird little kind of jaunty dance back and forth just to make his rhinestones swing nope oh. nope nope that was jock itch <laughs> he had just ridden a horse and he's like i gotta air out these dogs <laughs> so i should i gotta say though nothing that you mentioned riding the horse over so he rides the horse over to the dude's apartment building and he the horse right oh. into the lobby oh, yeah, right. and the security guards are like hey you can't do this and he's yeah. like i'm going to see freddy whatever his last freddy name you go you go and they're like and the guy's like oh and then like another cop comes up he's like what do they what does he think he's doing he's like he's going up to freddy Hugo. oh <laughs> that was so funny freddy hugo's got such the reputation he's a creeper yeah, like yeah even... okay they got it uh yeah this this movie's exceptionally bad yeah i, I just i highly recommend it um, if you want to buy it on eBay, I, maybe I should just list my copy, <laughs> and uh, it cost me twenty six bucks. So we need to all sign it, and I bet oh, you we could yeah. double their. Yeah, that, their probably sell for twenty seven. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> I think I want to keep my copy. Right. So yeah. I, I'll happy. I'll be happy to lend it to you guys to share it with your families. But I you do. Get that I think I'm glad that was a gamble, but I'm glad I, I I got it. So yeah. anyway, um, any final thoughts? Uh, Season of the rom com. So yeah. we got uh, two more romantic. We've got two more selections, up. and then we'll have a kind of a vote off and see which was the most exceptionally bad rom com. Right. We have two good contenders, two unanimous mm-hmm. exceptionally bad so far. And then we'll have other three other mini seasons with different topics, which will be coming your way. We'll discuss uh, as it develops. So we're we're glad that you can listen to us today, and you got to the end of the episode. How do we get feedback from our listeners? Um, how about Instagram at exceptionally bad? Mm-hmm. The website exceptionallybad.com. You can email us at the guys at exceptionallybad.com. And we don't know what's happening with Twitter, so you could just at Elon Musk. Yeah. Uh, Should we or, pay the eight dollars and get verified? <laughs> or or you can at exceptionally bad. So take that e off the exceptionally. That's bad. right. Yeah. I already spent twenty six dollars on this movie. Do I have to spend another eight dollars? <laughs> yeah, that's like it'll be. Look, so you're not bad. real unless you have the blue check mark that yeah. you paid eight dollars uh, for. Does everyone boy. have your address yet, Bracken? Uh, I don't know, but what's your fascination with my address, Danny? I just want. I my want you to receive. Asking, my, my, my wife keeps saying, "What? What is Danny? What? What's the story with?" Why do I keep getting these headshots my... delivered to our house? I want. I want you to receive like, like physical fan mail so bad. Oh. It would be so funny if somehow I just let it out and like just. What I, what I think is that Danny wants your address for himself. Oh, he's, right. he's hoping you'll spill the beans. Listen, like, Danny, uh, I really want to come over, Bracken. I really want to come over. I told everybody on the crew that they can't tell producer Danny where I live. Danny, <laughs> Danny, these are supervised visits. You do not get to break. They're restraining order. They put a blindfold on you when you go to his house for a reason. Bracken, get in my truck. Get in my truck. <laughs> All right. oh, Thanks, man. everybody. Bye. Bye. Freddie, there are two kinds of people in this world, and you ain't one of them. Bad movies with your friends. Bad movies with your friends. Oh, yeah. Ugh, that was terrible. Can we fix that in post? <laughs>